I'm speaking with Marty Wooldridge, a cattleman and member of the Louisiana Farm Bureau Board of Directors. Mr. Wooldridge also leads the organization's Livestock Commodity Advisory Committee. He's one of 60 Louisiana Farm Bureau cattlemen who've been on a three-day tour of Arkansas livestock farms and corporate offices. Mr. Wooldridge, welcome to the natural state. Tell me, first of all, what's the primary reason for your coming to Arkansas? We started these tours about four years ago, and our big thing was we wanted to get our cattlemen outside the box, and the box being our own state. So we started with uh, Texas. We did two runs to Texas, went to Mississippi last year. Arkansas was the next natural fit. And uh, we come out, and we're, you know, we're looking for seed stock buying opportunities, looking to show them that there's good bulls next door if they're looking for a little bit of different genetics. But the main thing is we're getting them out and about and showing them how different people do different things on their cattle operations to give them food for thought, something they may take back home and, and try it. You know, we've seen people uh, buy new squeeze shoots because they saw one at another place. We've seen them uh, start fencing their pastures different, and we've seen them change up their seed stock. How we've been able to structure the Arkansas tour with the help of uh, Arkansas Farm Bureau is we're being able to see it all the way from the cow-calf pair, the baby calf being born on the farm, uh, all the way to the uh, Tyson uh, Development uh, Discovery Center, I believe they call it, in Springdale, where we're seeing a finished product that's been uh, seasoned, battered, fried, and put in a, in a bag that's ready to go to the Walmart shelf. And that's, that's the full picture. There's so much that even uh, I consider myself uh, educated and what have you in our industry. But those are things, some of these things we saw at Tyson yesterday, something I've never thought about. What actually goes into studying how to cut it, how to prepare it, how to package it. So, you know, we learned yesterday that they're able to do things with a cut of meat now that it's got a 21-day shelf life uh, once it hits those stores. Amazing. And it's, it's only all these things are benefiting our industry. I know you went to Pettigene Mountain and uh, got to spend some time up there at Winrock and uh, see the beauty up there over the Arkansas River Valley, but that's a great research operation up there as well. It is. Um, you know, Arkansas, the natural state. Well, Arkansas, the beautiful state. And one, uh, there's so many great things about this trip. One of the biggest is the scenery. You know, we're seeing, we're seeing big, tall hills and rocky uh, blue-green water streams that we don't really see in the flatlands and the swampy areas of Louisiana. Uh, scenery is great, but the people are great. Uh, from uh, the young producers that we're seeing, uh, uh, Philip and Beth DeSalvo this morning, I believe in Conway County outside of Moralton. I'm telling you, inspiring stories of people that are knuckling down, facing adversity, but making a go at it as a young couple raising a family on a farm these days. And they're, they're doing things that a lot of people else probably would have thrown their, heads, their hands up and walked away from and gone to town to get a job. But no, they're making a go of it. But one of the biggest things that we're experiencing in uh, Arkansas is the hospitality of our Arkansas Farm Bureau uh, brothers, I guess you would say. And a great example of that in Conway County also last night, uh, great big T-bone steak dinner and good friendship and fellowship and, and what have you, swapping stories. And we hope to uh, be able to uh, reciprocate for them if they ever get down south. What about the DeSalvo's ultra black cattle herd? That's kind of a special that herd that he's raising that not a lot of Arkansans are getting into. I'm an I'm a ultra black uh, uh, user also. Uh, Philip and I have had a relationship goes back almost 20 years now uh, where he got his start with ultra black. Uh, Cow Creek Ranch in Alabama I also did. And uh, we uh, 
made some really great connections with other Arkansans through that operation. John McKnight up at Searcy years ago and uh, the Caldwell Farm operation up at Rosebud where they were growing the bulls. But uh, I'm a big believer in it. Uh, I'm always, I like black bulls, don't get me wrong, but uh, I'm always trying to balance ears. So we use Angus, we use Ultra Blacks, we use Brangus. And if I run out of ear on some of our replacement females, we'll put a, we'll put a great uh, Brahmin bull back in there. I imagine the needs of livestock producers in Louisiana and cattlemen in particular the same as they are here, but what are the big challenges facing the industry right now going forward? Well, the uh, probably the biggest challenge is the uh, great downturn in prices that we experienced about a year or a year and a half ago. The, all the economists told us we were going to be on a six-year uh, uh, small, slow decline in prices. We saw the price decline in about 45 days on us. And uh, when, you, when you've when you gone from seeing your weaning calves that we were making plans two years ago that we were going to be selling $1,200 plus calves that we're doing good to get six and $700 out of those calves now, uh, it's making us all pull back. And for the, some of us that uh, got out there and tried to expand at some of those higher prices, it's making it hard to uh, meet those commitments of the banks and what have you. So don't get me wrong, uh, over that, the weather seems to be as volatile as it's ever been. Uh, where we are in Louisiana, we have uh, experienced several floods in the past uh, year to 18 months. Uh, in between floods, we were experiencing drought, so it was all or nothing at times. Uh, for us down there, uh, and some, I believe some of y'all's producers in that lower southwest corner, especially of Arkansas, it really did things to our places, our forages that we've depended on that we're just now starting to starting to understand and feel the long-term effects that we've we've lost ryegrass pastures, we've lost clover pastures, we've lost the fescue that many of us uh, have always just counted on and didn't have to worry about planting that stuff. And we, we may be looking at increased expenses this year in those areas. Uh, networking opportunities like the one that this tour provides are invaluable, aren't they? You already talked about it. You're connecting with your brothers up here, other cattlemen. It's invaluable. So when you go to Texas, Mississippi, hopefully this can be a model for other commodity groups. Oh, I believe so. And uh, especially as livestock goes, I, I think one of the greatest examples of our networking and building relationships uh, through these type of programs and, of course, through Farm Bureau in general is uh, the wildfire situation out in the panhandle of Texas, Oklahoma, and what have you. You know, it, it is, and you see it from all over the country. Uh, I see our friends from Michigan Farm Bureau are driving twelve and 1,400 miles with loads of hay and what have you. And, and the ones of us that couldn't send hay, we were making sure there was donations going that way, monetary donations and what have you. It is... Um, it is an experience that you cannot put a value on because when you come from a small agricultural community like some of us do, there's not many of us, and there's there's you know five years and ten years from now as some generations retire and, and die off, there's going to be fewer of us because there's nobody coming in. So you have to believe you know you get pretty bogged down sometimes because you're you're part of something so small, but actually you're a part of something that's so big. No question. Very well said. Uh, Mr. Wilbridge, thank you for your time. And, uh, again, hope you've enjoyed your visit here in Arkansas. We look forward to getting down to Louisiana before too long. Well, y'all come. <laughs> All right. We've been speaking with Marty Wildridge of Louisiana Farm Bureau.